But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Welcome back to the Dismal Tide. I'm Brendan. We got Mike uh, with That's us right. as always, of course. And uh, we're joined this week by Matt, the 29 Coasts, oh. uh, the number one retweeter of this podcast on Twitter by, by some yeah. margin. That's I'm right. Sure. I believe you've retweeted our show's links probably more than I have. I don't get well, notifications from the Dismal Tide. so you know. I, I like the show and I want people to listen to it. So it's no question. That's right. What a sweet. That's the sort of that's inc- incredible support, <laughs> and your checks in the mail. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're back, Matt. Uh, season one guest now on season two. I really like that season one was like forty-seven weeks, <laughs> and then and then we were gone for like seven months, and now it's just <laughs> season two. Hey, that's showbiz, baby. We're barreling towards episode 69, which some people would think is funny. Not me, though. <laughs> if I mean, if you look at us like like a TV show, and we're not. There's significantly less work involved. But like a nice six, seven-month break between seasons of t- a TV show is like fine. Yeah, for sure. Well, what do, you, do you think this show is uh, easier to make or harder to make than like where, – where do we fall? What, what TV show is actually easier to make than this? I think that what's that MTV show where they just I, actually there's a whole host of MTV shows that are probably easier than this. But what's the one where they just like sit and watch videos and make bad jokes about Supreme hoodies and stuff? Oh, that's mm. uh, that's Rob Deerdeck's show. Yeah, is that ridiculousness? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, that's got to be easier to make than this. The world's oldest teen. Yeah, he's like fifty. <laughs> he. <laughs> But he he dresses like he uh, has got like a five hundred dollar like uh, Zoomies uh, gift certificate. <laughs> uh, I remember just like when Robin Big was on. It just like I seem to remember like a surprising number of people who would just be like, "You don't watch that? No, I don't care. Like, who are these people?" And then they are, you always get explained who they are. Well, Rob Deerdeck is, and Big is his, whatever, his bodyguard or some such. He's a skater, and yeah, it's his bodyguard. I'm just like, all right, well, it's good enough. Then again, around that time, there are reality shows about almost everyone. Yeah, I mean, there still are. The, um, well, I guess, like, the Osbournes happened in, like, what, 2001, 2002? That and then it, right. yeah. and then it, and then it was just like, well, we can follow any family around. And then like you get like the reality shows about like uh, Dave Navarro and Carmen Electra or whatever. Oh, and then just the the, the series of, of of what is it? Just house sharing a house together, and just like they had it with Real World, and there's like, turns out we can just put anyone desperate enough under the same roof, and this is good TV. Uh, what, what was that? F- what was the one that the offshoot was Flavor of Love? What was the original like celebrity house one on VH- VH1? 
the sur- the surreal big life. brother that was it oh. surreal life yeah well no well big brother i mean like that's that the, when they decided to do like well well i guess there is also celebrity big brother but i think well in vh1 was just like we need just the worst people in here <laughs> and they got uh and and yeah flavor Flav and brigitte nielsen started yep. dating based on that Very show weird. <laughs> that so weird it was like gross. It was so fucking weird. Both these like washed out entertainers, like twenty years past their peak, just old and fucking just dried out from life, and just like they're bashing their fifty year old bodies against each other. Just <laughs> awful shit. <laughs> it's beautiful what they had. <laughs> yeah, it was Bre- beautiful. Bre- Brennan's jealous. I'm jealous. <laughs> Flavor Flav, frankly. I want to wear big clocks. But, yeah, then then he had his own dating show, which is Flavor of Love. And then I think the runner, I think it was the runner-up from that, which is New York, whose real name I've right. forgotten. But then there was I Love New York. and uh, Bridget and Flavor Flav also had their own show, if I'm not mistaken. I think, like, right after um, Surreal Life. I remember, wasn't, also wasn't uh, Chachi uh, got got some uh, what's her fucking name? Big big tits fucking Chachi 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 Cha lady. Uh, Zaza Gabor is that a person? That's a person. That's I don't know who it she is. She was though. on the surreal life with them. She was fucking insufferable. No, uh, <laughs> I think. Are you thinking of Charo? Charo, there it is. <laughs> who I don't know who I was thinking. Who Charo? Jaja Gabor. Um, Jaja Gabor was an act. I, I want to say like a definitely soap an opera actress, actress okay. in like the sixties to the eighties, I guess. And then uh, she had a very weird face because she had a lot of surgeries, and then she died. I mean, obviously, she had a richer life than that. I'm short selling her. I don't <laughs> think that's fair, <laughs> but that's that's how I personally remember her. But I, I'm going to go ahead and say that, uh, that that she had a better life than I make it sound. <laughs> All right, wait, let's let's try and fill out the rest of this surreal life uh, cast here. There was Charo, and there was the uh, I think Dave Coulier was on it. Wow. Um. Then there was a guy who's on. I want to say Bobby from the Brady Bunch. The youngest son on the Brady Bunch married the model who's also on there, Adrian Curry, who won, I think, the first America's Next Top Model or some season of it. Uh, and they got married as well. I could be conflating seasons. Um, very popular. Uh, uh, okay, no, no, no. You're right. It's uh, the actor who played Peter Brady. Peter. That, um, the actor who played Bobby Brady, whose name I'm blanking on, is like one of the one of the the. He was like a like almost like a proto alt right guy. Um, and not not in like the political uh, necessarily, but mostly in the just like uh, uh, like over the top stupid tough guy, like uh, like uh, bourbon bacon uh, sort of uh, kind of thing. But yes, Adrian Curry married the guy who played Peter Brady, and um, that's I, I don't remember anything about their life. That's where they. That's I lost track of them. I have to say, I'm looking up the serial life on IMDb right now. I want to. I want to see who else was on this this first season. I apologize. I don't know any of this stuff. You don't know any of these. What, I only heard of this secondhand, like in in middle school, I guess. 
Well, I, you're you're slightly younger than we are. Yeah. So this, I, I guess, I don't know, Brendan. We were like was out in 2003. Yeah. So we were what, 14, 15? I was 15. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it makes sense. Uh, yeah, it makes sense that that, that you would have missed this. <laughs> I had friends who would watch it, but I just, I never really got into it. So I would hear about it, but I don't know. I was playing Halo 2 or something. Oh my God. Ron Jeremy was on that show. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to find the first season. They're, they're not making, I mean, I could just read the top build people. We got Charo and Dave Coulier and Flavor Flav and Jordan Knight, who I believe was Peter Brady. No, somebody else, not him. Uh, Bridget Nielsen, Ryan Starr, who I don't know. That could be anyone. Christopher Knight is the Brady. That's who I was thinking of. Yeah, Matt, did you have any like? Was, was there ever any sort of uh, bad? Vince re- Neil. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have have you ever enjoyed, ironically or otherwise, uh, any of uh, any reality show? Uh, I'm not, I'm gonna be honest. Not until literally a couple months ago when I started watching The Bachelorette with my girlfriend literally my first like actual like sit down and watch it reality tv uh people dig the bachelorette mike loves the bachelorette i i go in and out well i've made entertaining for sure yeah i i said the i've made the point on the show many times it's i absolutely love watching everyone try to mentally come to grips with the fact that the person you're in love with is dating all of your friends (laughs) (laughs) it's 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 extremely funny that's a great way to put it, yeah. And also, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, they're all friends by the end of it. Like, yeah, you kind of have out. Like, you can't like get into fistfights in the house because, like, uh, any guy that like gets jealous and like tries to take the other down by like by like pulling uh, uh, the men or the women, whoever pulls the bachelor or bachelorette aside, and like, listen, you should know that this they're not here for the right reasons. Like I heard them saying that like they were talking just like Instagram ass <laughs> models and like you've seen this girl she's trashy she's nothing like you, and and it never works it never. it always ends up with like the the bachelorette giving a fucking speech to a living room full of guys that they all need to shut up. Like, that's, that's... Did you watch Matt? Did you watch any of Bachelor in Paradise? That um, one I liked. I uh, I think I watched the most recent one like a couple episodes or something. Yeah, that there's one is a, even crazier. There's a there's a lot of it. I I swear I remember there being like six hours a week of Bachelor in Paradise, but like <laughs> it is in a lot of ways the superior show because everyone is catastrophically drunk. Everybody's oh, hammered yeah. the whole time, and it's like mm-hmm. everyone's it's crying like, all day. Everyone is crying. It's because they're so. It's because they're just too drunk. Uh, it's also just like I imagine. The, the time that they're having there is like like how people would try like when there were travel agents that actually did that sort of thing that's how they'd sell you on like resorts and it's just like well i don't know there's gonna be a lot of single people there it's gonna be pretty cool <laughs> it's like that's the way that i would want it to go which is like we all just kind of hang out in the cabana all day and drink and like i fucked her last week and just kind of <laughs> hang around then we got into a fight. Now they she's mad at me, and I don't go over to that side of the pool anymore. <laughs> and then they constantly got people like coming and going, just like people they know too, because they're like on previous seasons of whatever show. Yeah, it's insane. Oh, yeah, they're 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 all famous to each other. Like everyone right. knows every single person. And um, oh yeah, like one of them walks in and they go like, 
Oh, oh my God. It's yeah. Darren from season three. <laughs> I can't believe it. That it's guy a, is such a player. He's so cool. It's it's a really weird sort of like ecosystem because like everybody there loves the show. It's like no one's just on it. Like no one has just like, uh, yeah, like, so, like no one ended up there by mistake. Like everyone there loves the show and everyone knows like what they're supposed to say and like the rules of how everything works all the time. Yeah. All the men have like seduction apps on their phone. They're all like the same, cut from the same cloth. Like, I, it makes me like, honestly though, it makes me just like my skin crawl. Apart from the fact that like the show has gotten slightly more diverse, like otherwise, like er, they all basically look the same. All the what men are- and all the women look basically the same. What are yeah. the stakes in Bachelor in Paradise? I know none, but like, what are? Is it like if you don't have a date, you go home, or? It's basically they always have odd numbers, and um, like it goes back and forth. Like the men or the women have control, and um, right. basically, right. yeah. If if you're not currently dating someone, or uh, uh, or maybe confusing this with Love Island. But I, no, but no, I think, this sounds right. I think. You but I, I think if you're that. not like currently dating someone, then you, uh, uh, then you are like subject to elimination. I think it's like it's basically like musical chairs, really. I my favorite reality shows, and I think they go hand in hand because they're so similar, are of course Bar Rescue, and uh, I really enjoy Kitchen Nightmares as well. Mm-hmm. Both feature hosts who in very different ways are incredibly good at what they do and they go to these places that are just absolutely failing and even after john taffer or gordon uh, ramsey have left like most of these places still fail Um, yeah and and just like i there's really nothing quite like uh like john taffer running through behind the bar and just like you're mixing these drinks you're filling this bottle with that bottle like he gets real mad about that and just anytime Gordon Ramsay walks into the, the walk-in freezer, it's very great. It's very funny. He's like, what the fuck is this? Well, Bar Rescue, like, again, like, the reason the bars are failing is because of the people that work there, like, <laughs> generally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, it, it's like if I was talking about how, like, oh, my life would have been so much different if I went to college. And then, like, John Taffer came up and just, like, guess what? We got you into Stanford. <laughs> it's like, like, what would have, like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to pass. Like, I'm not going to graduate from Stanford just because you got me in. I'm still just as dumb as I was. I'm still I'm equally helpless. I don't know if you guys have ever worked at, like, a restaurant or, or a bar or something like that. No. But I did for a while at a seafood restaurant at a, at a bar. And the people on the show are have the same characteristics as people you would work with at, like, just a shitty restaurant. And they're just as insane. It it felt like very slice of life, which is why I enjoy those shows mostly. I I never worked in a restaurant and I always regretted it. Uh, Like I, I don't think it seems like a healthy place to be long term, but like the, uh, the, the weird intensity of it. um, I, I do sort of, uh, I, I wish I worked in a kitchen at at some point in my life and now it's probably slightly too late. I, uh, I don't feel like it anymore. I definitely don't recommend it, but it was just something that happened. And yeah, it's, it's an insane, insane life to live. Everybody who I know that has been like a bartender or worked in a kitchen or been a waitress or a waiter, they fucking hate it. They all to like the last person, they all hate it. Yeah. 
I've, it's so funny when you talk to a bartender who's been doing it for like six months and you're like, hey man, how's it going? Like, you like this job? And I'm just like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> just that uh, you just got this job. I wouldn't want to, I mean, I don't want to be, you know, sort of customer facing in a restaurant. I think I, I would like to work in the back. I think I, I wouldn't like, mind I, being I think enjoy working in the kitchen. And you know, it's uh, it's it's several a couple hours of uh, of just like going uh, as hard as you can. And then you just like go, you you go, you smoke cigarettes in the back, drink beers, crack wise, go home at four a.m. You know, I love to crack wise. <laughs> the thing was, uh, I was like, I started out as a busser, which sucked, but it was nice because you got like on weekends you got a portion of the waitress's tips, so you could walk out of there with like two hundred bucks in cash on a Friday night, which was awesome for like a 15 year old that's but then that, I, got, I if i made if you gave me 200 bucks once at 15 i never would have come back i would have been like <laughs> i never need i don't need any more money <laughs> uh but then i i uh it was a seafood place so i mostly was just like in the back steaming crabs which wasn't that bad it was pretty chill back there but i got to interact with like the, the chefs and like the waitresses and it man there was so much drama so much backstabbing it it was like a reality tv show on its own so i'm glad i'm not doing it anymore though <laughs> it seems like a like a hard life like you eventually like have to sort of graduate onto better things like you know like you have to go like run your own restaurant at some point or basically just die <laughs> yeah man it's not a healthy thing to be doing that for years on end for sure uh, the only the perks I've seen of like doing that sort of work is you are very ready to deal with people on like a normal day to day thing, and like usually when you're like not at work or like I don't know, it always seemed like a fun like atmosphere to work in. Like people of, of like a similar age, and every like b- like wait staff I I ever like knew like well, where you go into like a bar and you like know everybody who's like they were all sleeping with each other the whole time. Like, oh yeah, yeah, constantly. So like some aspects of it seem okay, but in general, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, the parties they would invite you to were awesome because I was like, I don't know, four or five years younger than these people. So, you know, they would give me booze and a place to stay. It was like, this is awesome. But yeah, into your like older, like 30s doing that stuff's not, it's not what it's great. Inviting the, inviting the 15 year old busboy to your house, <laughs> just like yeah, 37, right. be like, listen, I remember, look, you're going to love this. I remember I was your age and some guys did this for me. And that's why I'm like this. <laughs> like, I remember seeing the uh, the waitress that was like in her mid forties that had just got a boob job, like you know, go topless uh, and have to work with her the next day and look her in the eyes. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's just like this is just like I I I didn't intend on getting to know you that well. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm not I'm not an adult. What you did was yeah. not it was it was illegal. <laughs> I didn't think of it that way at the time. But now that you bring it up. <laughs> That's that, true, isn't it? Yeah, he was a child. I don't know. I was also at that age. I actually did uh, for like a two days. I I I got hired um, at a diner uh, to what I wanted to be a busboy because I just wanted to grab stuff and walk away. Like I didn't want to have to interact yeah. with anybody. Yeah. And then I guess just because I was. I, I seem normal. They're like, we're going to make you a waiter. And I was just like, no, 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 I'm done. I'm, and I quit. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to, I was happy to bust tables and wash dishes. I did not want to be a waiter under any circumstance. Same. I couldn't do it. It's just like there, 
it's not it, it's just not worth it like it, it's it's way too hard of a job and like you know you're not the waiter at like you can uh there are some places where i, I think the job's hard anywhere but like especially like somewhere any anywhere that would be described as uh you know any moderately priced place where you're getting like uh guys who uh, never take the sunglasses off their hats like inside you're just like yeah. you're it's a life of pain like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it, it, like bending over backwards for like this like 14 dollars that's going to be left to you after that I just I, I can't i can't maybe yeah. left you maybe plenty of people you you also hear about out, yeah, there's everybody's bad at tipping. Not everybody, obviously, but well, dude, there was a thing. It was in Jacobin, I think, and I don't. Uh, I'm not a subscriber, but you know, by the way, uh, a, a customer actually uh, quoted some notable communist today. I had to look the quote up. I've never read theory in my life. I don't know who anybody is. Okay, but um, somebody. I, I've still got it open on my phone, so I can so I can get to it quickly. But um. It was a guy, I think, like some guys that work, uh, you know, it, uh, the, there's a, a notable uh, like fashion company down the, uh, down the street. And I think there's some guys who uh, work in the back, basically, who, who come in, who are a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, they're, uh, and one of them buys a bottle of whiskey and the guy who's with them was just like, what do you, what do you spend on that? What's that, what's that cost? He's like, don't worry, about it. it doesn't matter. It's just, it's, it's just money. It doesn't matter. Um, and uh, and then the one guy just goes, the old world is dying and the new world struggles to be born. Now is the time of monsters. <laughs> and I had to look it up. And that was Antonio Gramsci, uh, Gramsci perhaps, uh, who was a uh, like notable communist that was like sent to prison by Mussolini. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, I've never heard somebody say so. <laughs> like of all, we're, we're, uh, you know, we have a lot of like, uh, and most I, I would say our, our core demographic is like uh, NPR donors. So it was uh, uh, it, it was uh, funny to hear uh, so, somebody say that. Um, I don't remember why I said that though. I've, I've lost I've lost my train. Oh, it's reading Jacobin, and there was a, a thing about how uh, basically all waiters are and waitresses are seeing their tips are down during uh, COVID because uh, no. they have to tell, they have to tell people to keep their masks on. So people aren't tipping them. <laughs> That's terrible, uh, man. Good normal world we live in. Oh God. <laughs> I fucking, that's very funny. Tips are down. <laughs> I, you know, she seemed nice, but she was very bossy. Hang on. I've, I've lost there. Hang on. I got it. I got it. I couldn't find my bottle opener. Uh, no, well, well, I, I haven't gone out to do much outdoor dining because, um, like, you know, you want to go out and support and, and, and give these people money. But at the same time you go, like, they don't want to see me. They don't want me. Like it's, yeah, they're in an impossible, like they're they in an impossible here. position. Right. Yeah. That their well, their life like their livelihood depends on you coming out, and also you coming out means that like every time like they have to be extremely worried about every every second they spend talking to you. Yep, they can't. Uh, yeah, my my job. I've talked about it a few times. It is it hasn't been that fun with the masks. Generally speaking, uh, you just like you can't shut down everything again until there's some sort of protection put in place. Like we need another stimulus thing, like of some sort. Like there's got to be like that extension of uninsurance benefits, like that enhanced uninsurance or unemployment. I'm sorry, I'm sick. My brain doesn't work. 
on insurance. It sounds like a very like minority report kind of thing. <laughs> um, yeah, there's got to be something. You can't shut it down. You can't just go like, yeah, you have to make $300 a week. Now, good luck. Brendan, yeah. you mentioned that you're sick. So I'll uh, do the caveat that, that you do not have COVID. And you can't, ju- can't just say you're sick. <laughs> no, that's uh, it, it, someone said on, on Twitter months ago, because uh, that's how long it's been going. But uh, said like, like, man, this really ruined calling out sick. Oh, yeah. Like, you have to give a really good, like, you have to give a very detailed reason for what, uh, just like, no, I can't come in. I'm sick. No, it's different. It's not what you think. It's, I, it's I my, it's it my ass. Sick. It's 100% my ass. And, like, <laughs> I would, I'll send you pictures if you want. Um, getting surprisingly close to the mark there. Um, I, I found it easier. There's no, like, this is actually the first time I've called out, but, like, other people, that I work with have called out and like, there's no question asked. It's just like, cause the thing is now it's like, if you have the sniffles, like literally anything, do not come in. Yeah. So it's yeah. just like, I called today. It was just like, yeah, you know, got a stomach bug or something. Uh, not coming in. It's like, okay, bye. It's like they couldn't even hang up the phone fast enough. <laughs> I remember years ago when I had some sort of like weepy eye, like I, uh, I don't know what it, uh, I don't think it was pink eye because I only had it. It was it was two days and it was gone. Um, but I just remember uh, saying like uh, I, I was on the phone explaining what was happening, and I just hear one of my managers over like yelling into the phone from like across the room, just going, "We don't want you here," <laughs> <laughs> because just like do not come in with 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 some with with some like a uh, discharge coming out of your eye. It's just going to, it's going to upset everybody. Yeah. Matt, uh, are, you, I, are you working from home? Yeah. I've been working home from home uh, since probably March, April. Um, I live like I moved uh, between then and I live like 15 minutes from the office, but it's just like, there's no point. I'm lucky enough to have a job that it's like that. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of jealous of the work from home people. Uh, on the other hand, I think a lot of them are starting to go insane. Uh, no, I really enjoy it. I would do this for the rest of my life if I could, but we'll see. You might be able to. Like, I really, I think a lot of these companies are looking around and going, like, we were spending how much on office space? Yeah, and like these yeah. guys can seriously do the same job at home. Oh yeah, uh, I think that yeah, that's definitely what they're thinking but what what does that do to like business or uh people that own like just the business parks what's gonna wow, happen it must really suck i mean i'm not feeling bad for them i'm just wondering what's gonna happen yeah well, i mean no, it's no, something they'll get a sizable bailout there probably. is uh a, something of a, of a knock-on effect with that like um at, at work we're very dependent on like a, a sort of like foot traffic um, oh yeah there's nobody around and, anymore right and we were surrounded by uh by offices uh and no one's coming in and i'm of course a bunch of other things have changed uh you know a lot of what was a, a relatively middle class neighborhood 15 years ago uh is not anymore <laughs> um at all like everyone yeah, lucy lou lives across the street like it's not like a normal neighborhood. <laughs> i haven't seen her in a long time actually i think she moved but um, but I was, she uh, she had a chocolate lab, so she was easy to pick out because uh, there's I mean she was always wearing a hat and sunglasses, but there's not that many chocolate labs around, you know. Um, but 
uh yeah since like nobody's in the office like our sort of like uh the the sort of rush that we'd get like from like noon to where people come in like during lunch to grab stuff um for like you know office birthdays or like getting gifts for people or just stuff to drink during lunch uh because they have to um uh which is which is fine <laughs> um and then like uh yeah uh, and then like the sort of uh, rush of people after work who are like getting stuff or like on their way home uh you know all those people are are just gone like everything that we do is just online now or over the phone like um our our uh our we're we're doing like 40% of what we were doing pre-pandemic just because the the, the neighborhood around us died the soul cycle across, across the street closed down well it's still there but it's just boarded up which which looks like shit and and invites trouble uh, I think that we should move on and really, I want to talk about this link you put in the chat, Michael, me too, because yes, it's, it's tremendous. Great. Um, it is, it is a tweet from Pixar that says blasting into theaters, June 17th, 2022, uh, tangentially good fucking luck. We'll see. Uh, Lightyear is the definitive story of the original buzz Lightyear, voiced by Chris Evans, ready to go to infinity and beyond with Lightyear. This is like, to me, this is like the Han Solo movie. Um, of sorts, yeah. Somebody explained this, and I don't remember who it was, and I wish I did, because I know that they're like funny on Twitter, but it's just, it's like explaining. You're talking about me. It's, um, it's me. I'm funny on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know if it was you. Okay. Um, it's like explaining a joke. It's just, nobody asked for this. No, who fucking cares? Uh, but the, really the best part to me is that Chris Evans had to have a follow-up tweet about it because he tweeted out the link with, uh, like, I don't even have the words and then he had to follow it up. He was like, and just to be clear, this isn't Buzz Lightyear, the toy. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based on. <laughs> I feel, feel like the teaser should have made that a little more clear. <laughs> I didn't see the second tweet until you just mentioned it. That's hilarious. Dude, that's that's the funniest thing. It's that it's about Buzz Lightyear and his <laughs> and his lived experience and about uh, we're we're doing like bodies and spaces with with Buzz Lightyear. We're going <laughs> to find out why he is the the way he is and like how the world uh shaped him and um we're going <laughs> to we're going to find out whether it's the first time Buzz Lightyear jacked off in his life. <laughs> yeah, his first crush. I need to know all about it. I want to, um, yeah. What, what made Buzz Lightyear want to go into space uh, in, the, in the first place? What, uh, what like, heartbreak led to this? <laughs> I, I think it's going to be good in, like, in, like, 20 years when they've run through, like, all the good runs of comics and Buzz Lightyear joins the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's just like it's like Kingdom Hearts. It's no, like basically Buzz Lightyear all, and Goofy. And- when when Disney when yeah when everything is one hundred percent Disney controlled media and and basically all entertainment is Kingdom Hearts. It's gonna be so fucking funny. That that picture's been going around this week. Or at least I've seen it a couple times. She's like, this is actually <laughs> a scene from Kingdom Hearts, and it's just like I forget the characters, but just like Goofy is standing over their shoulder, just staring at this like love scene. <laughs> it's really fucking funny. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear is going to be drafted by the Cowboys, but for real. <laughs> like, like that's, just, that's that's going to happen. Like they're gonna have to, and they're just gonna have to figure it out because you know what? The, the someone's already cashed the check. Like, and that's what it comes down to. 
It's just like you guys need to figure out how to make Buzz Lightyear the starting quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. It just like Dak Dak passed on that extension, and now this is what you get and figure it out. It's not my problem. You wanted the money, and here it is. So, do you think this is going to be uh, animated, or is it going to be like live action? Oh, well, that's interesting. I don't know because it doesn't really show in the trailer, right? Like and tell. and Chris Evans is like, if you were going to have a live action Buzz Lightyear, like. He's pretty prototypical for what you'd be looking for. But and is, his, is his voice even that like distinct? I don't know. Well, he doesn't sound like Tim Allen, which is a problem in its, yeah. in, its in its own right. You know, uh, I actually, I don't, I don't think I could pick out Chris Evans' voice. I I haven't seen, and I don't say this in a bragging way. I haven't seen that much of the Marvel films. I have seen two of the Captain Americas, so I should. But like, those I, are two of the better ones. Uh, those two and like the third Thor movie are probably the best like standalone movies. And Black Panther is pretty good. As I well. saw Winter Soldier and I saw Infinity War. Yeah, and I I also thought the well, I I like the movies. I think that they're stupid as hell, but I really enjoy the the because most of it is just adapting the comics and. Uh, once they're done adapting the comics, I don't know what they're going to do. Because, like, they just have, like, the best runs of comics that have all been, like, really untouched. And, like, they, they finally have, like, the universe to do it. So, like, some of them are pretty cool. But they're, the leash only goes so far. I don't know how many, how many... 20 years from now, they're still going to have to make these movies because every time they make a billion dollars, each and every movie, you know? So, like, yeah. there's no stopping. They're never going to no. stop. Um, what... Who's the? What's the funniest Disney character that can get like a gritty reboot? Mm. Uh, just like the original, like Mickey Mouse Gang would be pretty good. Just like all of them, just you know, like the cartoon when we were kids used to just be all of them, just like they'd interact however they interact. So like, let's get that in like like the downtown, like deep Brooklyn, you know. <laughs> Or like uh, Mickey Mouse is like a, a very old like he's a, a widower. Uh, <laughs> Minnie yeah, like has, has died, and it's about like the last, like his sort of last days, and it's a and it's a gripping commentary on uh, on on how this country uh, treats its elderly. <laughs> oh my God! Just recasting right. all of the okay. Sopranos people is the Mickey Mouse Club. That's 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 the YouTube video I got to make for. Uh, for Kipo and for Kipo and Drew, <laughs> I owe them this. I can do this for them. What they got to do is, do you remember that like uh, Super Mario Brothers movie they made that was like no. uh, live act? They need to do that for all the Disney characters, just like live action. They live in New York or some Chicago. Live or action is really the key. It would be so fucking funny yeah. to just like, like how do, you, like Sonic the Hedgehog look like shit? Like how would they do yeah. Mickey? <laughs> How would they do not Mickey Mouse? Motion not capture. Not they they like, Andy Andy yeah. Circus plays every single Disney character. <laughs> <laughs> it oh my god, and just like even like not even just Sonic the Hedgehog, but also just like that most recent Lion King movie. Like everybody I, hated it. I saw it in theaters, and it was. I mean, it stayed true to the story, but like, just. The story I, why is make it? One. Yeah, why make it? I don't get it. Like, why spend all that money to? Because it makes a billion dollars every time That's they true. do it. 
They managed yeah. to get Eric Andre into it, which I appreciate. That was important to me, but I didn't see it. He was one of the hyenas, right? I was yeah. going to say, yeah, yeah. Good role. I didn't for realize him. that till after. Yeah. Uh, well, because you brought this up last week, and we're going to just the exact same Eric Andre joke works for the Buzz Lightyear movie. Is like Buzz Lightyear, like the toy, like nah, the man. He's a man. <laughs> Waka Flocka is like a rapper. He's like, nah, he's a man. Is that a band <laughs> or a song? It's, it's a, a man. man. <laughs> I I love uh, that show resonates with me on such a deep level. Like it's the funniest thing in the world to me. Like uh, the older episodes and just how fucking gross they looked when they like Eric got mad that Adult Swim made them start filming in in high definition. Like he was happy to just <laughs> leave it in, in standard forever. <laughs> I, I rewatched because after you brought it up last week, I rewatched a few of like the interviews this week because he did another one with one of the Bachelor or Bachelorette contestants, and it was just one of those just like performance art interviews again. Uh, and I was so then I rewatched the interview he did with Jack McBriar, who like of everybody who got interviewed, he's the one I feel the worst for, but like sort of because like I do know they like, put him point, through, they put him through hell. That was something. Yeah. I just, I forgot about the guy's head jumped through the desk. He's like, how about these prices, Jack? <laughs> what do you think about these prices? What did he say? <laughs> just like, yeah, what do you think about these prices? But like, yeah, he, he, at some point after it, like he got the joke. Like he, yeah, but I, I mean, like, there's it, that but like th- Lauren Conrad did not find the joke. No, there's no way she ever got to the bottom of what just happened to her. No, I think she's probably still pretty pissed off about that. uh semi rightfully so you know i this guy uh did you see the the interview i'm talking about this week with the guy from the bachelor are you talking to me uh either of you from wait was was it from was it from a uh from season five from the most recent season yes i have not seen it no i have forgotten although i'm usually uh, uh i was watching the show relatively drunk most weeks it's uh, it's it's pretty funny, and Eric Andre gets completely naked. <laughs> Those uh, are always fun. Oh yeah, it was very. It's worth it's worth checking out. Uh, you know what else is worth checking out? Uh, the watch oh, together link in the shit. chat, so we can watch some damn uh, Gridiron Heights. This is the only reason I came on is to watch this stuff. By the way, well, here it I is. It. You're welcome. Well, <laughs> welcome to, welcome to the real show. <laughs> Let me click the watch together link. Yeah, get in there, boys. Yeah, I'll join uh, the room. Coast, remind me, are you a Ravens fan or are you a Washington football team fan? Because you're wearing a oh, Capitals I am, shirt. Uh, I'm a Ravens fan. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I have a Capitals shirt because I got I found it at Gap. I don't know. It's a nice shirt. Um, hey, that's as good a reason as any, I suppose. It's an unexpected yeah. place to find a. Uh, I, I couldn't I believe it. Yeah, someone's there by mistake. So an employee was just selling his own stuff. <laughs> the uh, no, uh, Tim, uh, our, our Brendan and I's friend Tim, uh, who is, has almost no uh, web presence to speak of, uh, uh, and good for him. He's mentally healthy. Uh, he uh, texted me a couple pictures of some uh, uh, Washington football team uh, uh, merch, and uh, I'll, I'll hold it up to the camera so you can see here. Um, 
No name. uh, No name, but team. Oh, no. And uh, we are the team. (laughs) (laughs) That's official merch. Oh, my God. That's official merch. That's in NFLshop.com. That's one you buy. We are the NFL.com. You know, I, I, but I, I told him, I said, I was thinking about get, I'm like, I should get a Washington football team hat because I'm just like, it will be like, as the more time that goes on, the funnier it will be because like they're, they're going to have a real name next year. Right. Uh, But like Washington football team is, is on the table to be like permanent. Is it? Yes. It's it's definitely yep. on the table for permanent. They're doing a soccer naming convention. Perhaps we'll it's see. also it's very funny that like yes you know like it doesn't sound like it to us just because it hasn't been around for 150 years in this country. But I guess being like you know Chelsea Football Club is just like uh, like that <laughs> that's just what the name is. But uh, I guess Washington Football Team just like yeah, I guess why not if it if it were Washington Football Club. I'd be fine with it, but the team just throws it off. I think team does. It does. It, there's a laziness to it. Yeah. I don't <laughs> that, know. Um, but I, I do. It's, I wonder if it'll ever, it, it'll stop being funny eventually. And then, you know, if, if they just keep it permanently, I don't know. I think that I, I, I do think that would be good actually. And then they could do the sort of like superiority thing. Just like, we don't need a name. Just like yeah. we're just too good at football. Oh, sorry. You want us to pick a name? Sorry, we're focused on tape. It'd be so <laughs> funny if they down, we're breaking down game film. I mean, like already, who wins the NFC East is funny because they're gonna have like a legitimately like bad record, like right, seven yeah. and nine max. But like the Giants, what are they like four and eight, and they're in first place? Something like that. Like something like that. Bad yeah. team. That's a bad team. It's gonna be like a six-win team that wins that division. And that's pathetic. Like, you should get skipped uh, over. Well, but it would be very uh, funny if the Washington football team made the playoffs. Yes. They're just like, maybe we just keep it. I'll get into Washington. No, I think uh, uh, I, I think as uh, – while I am uh, a Cowboys fan, uh, I, I also don't pay much attention or don't care and have become a truly um, – just a, one, one of those guys that's just a fan of the league. Like I just um, the the NFL is sort of special in that way, and that you will just watch any game; it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, now at, at this point, like I would like it if the Cowboys are better. But if they never get better, it like I have I, I'm I'm in this almost thirty years now uh, of you know I'm not claiming that have been a fan since 1987. Claiming to have been a fan since 1994, which, which, but like I, I remember games from 19. I remember watching the NFC Championship game and uh, and uh, complaining that the Cowboys weren't trying. And my parents trying to explain <laughs> to me like, yes, they are. They're they are trying. Like they're they're losing, but they are trying. <laughs> and <laughs> so, I always just think of my older brother shouting at the sc- like he was a very casual football fan. So that 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 would have been January 1995. So I am I am I'm 26 years deep on being a Cowboys fan at this point, and the Super Bowl came along, uh, not that long after. <laughs> the, the, yeah. The the the, the last the, the one Super Bowl that I got to enjoy that I remembered, um, the uh, I that was now yeah that was 25 years ago. 
and it's been there's been some good 13 and 3 seasons in there but otherwise none of this has been worth it and i think i'll become i'll become a guy who picks a new i'll become one of those freaks who picks a new team at the start of every year by like two or three jerseys <laughs> oh yeah no i think that would be very funny um uh, i've decided i'm all in on the bills this year mostly because uh uh uh, again, as I mentioned, for every time I die, reasons uh, they seem they make it sound like a lot of fun. Um, but uh, but yeah, well, or like when the when the when the Jaguars were good, like uh, three years ago, um, uh, that that when I kept on talking about my Jacksonville Jaguars because I lived in Jacksonville <laughs> for five months, and it was really convenient for me to claim ownership of the team. Uh, yeah. I do I do remember that. Yes. Uh, oh, Blake I'm Bortles, sorry. Blake Bortles, my man. Um, he wasn't right. good enough in the end. As as I like to do before we uh, we start the watch together link, which I accidentally clicked. I'm gonna read a couple Trump tweets from the day that the fir- the season one episode was released. This was from December fifteenth, uh, two thousand sixteen. Uh, the good ones being, if Russia or some other entity was hacking, why did the White House wait to act so long? They did, why did they only complain after Hillary lost? Um, the, the media, this one I thought was funny. The media tries so hard to make my move to the White House as it pertains to my business. So complex. When actually it isn't. <laughs> well, turns out you didn't really try that hard. Uh, any other ones? Is anyone looking like really... Go ahead. I like how it specifies if it was from Android or iPhone, which right. I mean, I guess... Says if it was him or someone else. Or yeah, I, I imagine that he would be an iPhone guy. Yeah. Um, has anyone looked at the really poor numbers of Vanity Fair magazine? Way down. <laughs> Big trouble. Dead. Graydon Carter. No talent. Will be out. This is after he was elected president, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's moved on to bigger fish than Graydon Carter at this point. Unbelievable. Well, uh, I'm I'm sorry. I got distracted uh, because I was trying to remember his name. But uh, on, Donald on, Trump on this not. <laughs> uh, did I did I ever tell? I I don't know if I ever said it on the show, but did that I I saw Calais Calais Campbell's brother do stand up. Oh wow! Uh, way back when, remind me. Yeah, it was someplace in Long Island City, and uh, and the guy's just like he's like I used to play football. It's just like you might know my brother. He's Calais Campbell. He's better than me. And it's <laughs> like oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that uh yeah, he was uh he's pretty good actually. But he said like uh he he said that he like made some like practice squad like once and 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 that was basically the end of it. But his uh his brother pretty good. If you do that, you can claim for the rest of your life you played in the NFL. That's what the the people on the Bachelorette do. Oh yeah, yeah. By the way. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Former NFL wide receiver, which is to say, yeah. like he uh, he played just long enough to get got brain damage for free, and then, <laughs> and and now he's on the Bachelorette. Yep. Clay well, Campbell, five time Pro Bowler. Brendan loves when I just start reading stats on the show. Yeah, I know. I don't love that. I really. You know, seven hundred and seventeen no, career tackles. Enough. Well, Ninety two sacks. He's got what, time what to get to a hundred. Frame of reference is where you can look at like seven hundred and ninety whatever career tackles and go like. Is that a lot of career tackles? Is that a little? Like, I have no frame of reference. Like, I don't really know either. I'll tell you this, though. For an interior lineman, he's got three career interceptions, which is pretty good. That sounds like a lot for a D lineman, even if you've been playing for a long time, and he has. 
I don't like. I don't like. How many interceptions you have, Brendan? Zero. <laughs> You're nothing to me. Play the clip. I see. Now you told me to do it, and I don't want to do it. I don't like to be bossed around. I don't like to be handled. Uh, somebody else hit play on. I'm not gonna let Mike handle me. Like All right. That. Gronk, I know you're having a tough time, so I thought we'd all go see a movie. Gronk like laser swords! Okay. Oh, we have to wait in line? I can't find my wallet or my job in this uh. jacket. Three for Rogue One. All sold out. Those cowboys got the last tickets. Sorry, I... <laughs> so I know you're dropping the audio yeah. in here, so I can uh, I can talk about it. Oh, we're doing, we're doing a Star Wars. Why is Ryan Fitzpatrick working the ticket booth? I don't know. It does it's very ham-handed. He's uh, he's Harvard educated. He wouldn't be working a, a, a menial job no. like that. You're not doomed, Master Dak. Use the force, Dak. Thank you, Cupid Troy, Aknobi. Yo, Zewok. Blue leader going in. Almost there. Almost there. Weesa kickers got the best seats. <laughs> no. They're, by the way, Gridiron Heights. They're, they're, they've only got a, a a small handful of jokes. Uh, Jerry Jones is, uh, is is a nasty old freak. They got that. Uh, they got uh, Tony Romo doesn't like uh, Tony Romo wants wishes for death. He wants um, new bones. I think and, his thing is he says I hate my body. He it's yeah. Over. He, his his catchphrase is I hate my bones. We've seen just enough of this to know that he just says I hate my bones all the time. Uh, and I apologize. That was uh, episode 14 from season one. That was called. Didn't hear a word of it. Well, it's going to drop in. You guys can hear it. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else, everyone who's li- who listens to the show will be able Mike, to hear it. Mike, Matt and I, you know Matt and I here left for dead. I'm putting you on warning. One more interruption. Just one. And, and uh, we're going to watch more of these. Yeah. You want to watch four a week? You keep it up. Let's do it. If you can't, yeah, if, you can't if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me. At my it best. was a Patriots fight, Cowboys rebellion for Rogue One is what that was called. It I do want to say, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just, I, was, I just want to say, I, I have a, a internet friend that I'm in like a Discord with who, who drops this into the chat every week, unironically, and he loves this stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. Enjoy what you enjoy, but man, it's not funny. I would love to have that brain. Just, I don't I, know what I did to my brain to make me not think this is funny. But I, I I'd this, like. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a better uh, life, obviously. It's a better like, life. Yeah, we always talk about this. Being dumb as hell would fucking rule. It would be. Like, it would rule. To just, just like, well, work harder. Like, like uh, I, Oh, I, I said like my. Uh, I would love nothing more than to. And like morally, you can make whatever judgment about this you want. But if I was just like this Trump, I'm not so sure. <laughs> and just like one of these guys just like i thought he would run the country like a business but he's just he's tweeting a lot and i don't know I, like i can't i don't know if i can get behind it anymore um and you wanna, it's not genetic because my dad thinks exactly that that would those were his thoughts <laughs> was i thought he was gonna run it like a business and he was disappointed so <laughs> that's 
Um, no, my, my dad has expressed similar sentiment where he just like, well, I don't know. He seemed like, you know, he might be able to come in and like get something done, and, like run the country like business, but he's just like, I don't know. He just seems to be too distracted and just like, <laughs> like he just, he's not a serious guy. And just like, yeah. Uh, just like, did you notice that the, the business that he runs is just staffed by his weird children? Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that he's never employed anyone who didn't work for him, <laughs> who did, wasn't in his family. I also just like the massive majority of, of businesses just are fucking stupid and dumb. I'm just like, I don't want this run. I never wanted this shit run like a business. It's not a business. Like business, most businesses wring out their employees like wet towels for profit. It's like, why would I want the country run like that? This Absolutely is not, not. This is not a country. This is family. And that's why we need you here until <laughs> nine on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah. We're pretty crazy around these parts. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, let's watch the next one of these. This one is called Playoff uh, Playoff Picture Day is Going Just Fine. Uh, this is the most recent episode of Granite Heights. I think it came out yesterday. Uh, let's check it out. Time for the Week 14 Playoff Picture. It's time for the Damn You, Adam Schefter. Nice try, Rappaport. Uh, should we be doing this in front of an active volcano? Everything is totally normal, but please, Steelers, come over here. Here? Actually, hurry, move again. Cars for kids. No! Cheese. The quarterback. Wait, who's in the NFC East spot? Hi, I'm Kurt Uncles, and I play for the Delaware Clan. Okay, let's move Gruden out. Oh, per Adam Schefter, Gruden's out. I risk catching lots of Once Tom Brady man. retires, he's still going to be in all these. Do you smell what the lava is cooking? It's us. Yo, man, they can see with me. Whoa, this volcano Horrible. here? That's why. The NFL has added precautions for safety. <laughs> All done. I'm very disappointed in you, Drew Locke. All right, culture somehow in the photo. Bring in their most exciting player. Hi, I'm Rodrigo Blankenship. This is just like the Star Wars planet Mustafar. Is what? the volcano I'm going to report Lamar's taking a step back. I have not taken a step back. Ah! Yeah, I'm now hearing the volcano is in fact out of yes. control. But let me I, add I say, as I was just watching a man fall into it. Yeah, all the, all the players are dying. <laughs> Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. I'm the number one guy. Tua, right here. This way, Tua. Tua. Look at me. Look at me. Tua. Tua. No. Tua. Tua. This way. Me. Tua. Tua. Uh, that bit at the end I didn't really get, but that 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 was kind of funny to me. I don't know. It's that was that was a good one. That was a good one. That one was a heater. What a good episode. I couldn't hear a word of it, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna believe you. I don't but know I'll why tell you this. Hear it, but I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know either. And I'm listen. But I've done no nothing wrong. Hey, no one's more upset about this than I am. But let me tell you. Uh I can't be- I, I screamed about it two weeks ago, but I can't believe that they haven't found a way to make Tom Brady funny. That like that they insist on making him the focal point of all of these. And he's never said one word that's funny. And also, like Tom Brady's personality is well documented, and why he's like this guy who's just like constantly raging in the show. Like it's not, it's, uh, it's incompatible with his real life. Well, I do suspect that he is something of an asshole quietly, but he's always like making this like uh, the, this this face in the show. Uh, he just like always looks like this just bubbling rage, and uh, it's just a. Uh, and I don't, I don't get it. My my hot take about that is that uh, Tom Brady is not funny in this for kind of the same reasons that The Rock is not funny in Ballers. It's like they refuse to make a fool out of him in like a serious way, and so like they've completely characterized uh, characterized him, and he's just like just like he's not like a human being in the show. There's nothing to like look at to laugh at. But like if they actually brought in the stuff that Tom Brady like 
actually does like making out with his son and like yeah. like he would look bad and uh, they bet- don't want to do that because i bet there's somewhere in the back of their head they're just like yeah tom brady's gonna host a podcast for us yeah, one day, though. He's sleeping have they not done that like the brady kissing his son bit or i guess yeah, yeah, we, we haven't watched movie, enough yeah. episodes to know okay. but it would be funny if there was a full like uh, like an extended gridiron heights where it's just tom brady making out with the sun for like a full three minutes wordlessly yeah. it's just wet mouth noises <laughs> and then it just said gridiron heights at the end <laughs> that that would be one of the better episodes yeah oh yeah for sure yeah just just no introduction no like weird fucking song just just making out and then just like they break off and goes like all right get to school <laughs> yeah there's no like weird little grim- like jerry jones doing that gremlin voice um which is also income like which is not who jerry jones really is jerry jones is just a, a is a nasty old man certainly but uh but i think he's he's very low energy yeah uh yeah but he looks like an evil oil prospector so it's fine well he is that is that's how he's an oil guy <laughs> uh yes Hey, makes sense to me. <laughs> that checks out. I accept that as fact. Thank you. All all morning uh, this morning on uh, on on both uh, get up and uh, and first take, it was all talk about how Dak needs to leave uh, because uh, Jerry wouldn't uh, pay him enough. He um, should leave. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. I would say fuck you to Jerry Jones after doing that. I would too, but. He's a good-ass quarterback. It's going to be funny when they still pay him the money that they would have paid him three years ago, but they're going to be stuck in the contract for he, an extra like two or three years because they strung he, him along. He turned down, yeah, $100 million guaranteed. But as was pointed out, uh, Jared Goff and Carson Wentz got more money guaranteed. And if uh, you look at uh, – if Dak's you're better. Pres- yeah. Oh, Dak's definitely Dak's better. definitely yeah. better than those two. So the he was right. Foot really hampers his chances, but like on paper. But I don't think it actually will hurt his contract at all. I think he's going to get paid full amount. Also, because of steroids, NFL players come back from injury as good or better than they were all the time. Yeah. Whereas in other sports, they do not. Mm-hmm. Um, like in soccer, there are some guys who get hurt and are never the same. In football, everyone comes back. Like you. Uh, running backs who tear their ACL come back and rush for uh, have like eighteen hundred yard seasons the next year. It doesn't matter. They come back from ACL tears in like four months. Adrian Peterson specifically had that one season where he did. He was back. He was back like three months early and he rushed There's, for two thousand yards. Yeah, <laughs> that was. I remember. I remember looking at that and just going like, "This is like no one's gonna say anything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's gonna." That everyone's just gonna say like, yeah, wow, he re- worked really hard. He's in the gym. He's a monster. This sort of thing. This sort of thing that like, no, like, like Andy, our our friend Andy, like got a torn ACL and like he can't run anymore. Like, like that's just done. That part of his life is over. Like, uh, <laughs> he he, he uh, does a lot of cycling, but like he can't run. I mean, he didn't very much before that either. But like. Uh, but basically just like despite going to physical therapy and all that, obviously not with the level of care that an NFL player gets, but still it's just like, like the fact that 
that he wasn't quite right for like a year and a half, and then Adrian Peterson can come back in like four months. <laughs> they're just like they're just injecting like horse placenta and shit into his leg, and just any whatever steroids, all the stuff that like every time a Dominican guy in baseball has to say like I didn't know what they were handing me, this is bullshit. Like I should have been more careful, yes, but I didn't know. With like in the NFL, they're just like give Adrian whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I the him coming back like that made me realize just like one, I guess a couple things. One would be like, I don't believe in just like that freak athleticism like that anymore. Like if it looks too good to be true, and it happened while we were like like before twenty twenty, if it happened like when we were young, they were on steroids. Like Lance Armstrong, oh, yeah. while we while he was doing it, everybody was like, no steroids. Look at this guy. Fucking juicing like crazy. I personally believe, based on zero evidence and just a gut feeling, that like Tiger Woods was on steroids. Like I don't believe that these things. Like, no, they're always juicing. Michael Jordan was probably on steroids. Like all of them. And why not? You know, like if you it, can't it just, get why would? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I remember uh, a Bill Simmons thing where, uh, and, and there was a Bill Simmons mailbag where. Uh, Somebody said it was some Patriots fan who was real riled up because his friend was telling him that Tiger Woods could beat up Wes Welker. <laughs> <laughs> and like as a thing to say to like, uh, I, I think that's I think that's a fantastic troll. Like Simmons pointed out that like uh, just like yeah, just someone having muscles doesn't mean they can fight. Whatever, but yeah, but that's a loser. Which, which, any, right which by yeah, but, but which by the way, like anyone could make that observation. Again, the reason Bill Simmons isn't special, he just simply got in at the right time. That's why Bill Simmons loves fucking Malcolm Gladwell so much, dude. Because Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book about how, like, the the tipping point and shit about how basically people who came along at the right time were uh, uh, were so successful that if Bill Gates was five years younger or five years older, he couldn't possibly be who he is because like technology wouldn't have been the, to the point that, that it was that he could become this guy. Like that is a hundred percent true of Bill Simmons, that he was a, that he was a bartender uh, and, and who was just blogging and just making a bunch of references to eighties movies in 2002. Right. And he has exactly, grabbed him, which is right. just like, we need guys who talk like this. We need yeah. people yeah, it's just like we need people who have a lot to say about uh, about moonlighting and also the Boston Bruins. And they were, and and again, never before or since did that combination of skills make sense to people. And if Bill Simmons came along at a perfect time, because there have been a million people who could do what Bill Simmons do, and they all write for Barstool for free now. <laughs> hey, true. Because you know what? Because Simmons already took that job. Um, all right, I think we're gonna we're gonna bring our evening to a close, gentlemen. That's how I'm evening. gonna say it. It's super fucking classy and shit. That was it was good. Um, ah, shit, I shouldn't have talked about it though. <laughs> uh, Cut that out, man. Yeah, let's set it. It's fine, I guess. Uh, Matt, do you want to promote anything? Uh, I don't really got much. I mean, if you want to follow me on Twitter, go ahead. It's at twenty nine coast. I- don't really say anything of substance, but you know, I just like hanging out online. So, uh, thanks for yeah, having me. Make sure you follow that so you know when our new episodes come out. Yeah, there you go. That's a good point. <laughs> uh, Michael, any parting words? Um, 
I'm not much of a of a of a birthday guy of this episode. This episode's getting released on my 33rd birthday. Uh, Is today which, your birthday? No, it's tomorrow. I okay. So Very happy birthday. So everyone needs to be uh, polite and needs to respect this episode uh, because it's uh, I don't know. It, you can't uh, podcast like. Uh, just because uh, so many women on online make fun of podcasting, you can't say that you're 33 and please listen to my podcast. But but I will say that no one is allowed to be rude about this episode. And they wouldn't be. Because you know what? Matt's a delight and so are we, if we're being honest. Uh, I never I never ask people to listen to my podcast, except on the podcast. You know so what me either. You're already in. It's <laughs> fine. But like, I don't. Like I couldn't even imagine like telling my coworker that I have a podcast or something. He's like, "Yeah, you should check it out." It's like, "What? It, why aren't you available on Thursday, Brendan?" It's like, nothing. Oh, good point. Yeah, no, no reason. That, I, I really, I, I don't need this show to be successful. I want this show to be a weird way that thirty people talk to each other. I want. I, make want, I just want to constantly be cycling through our stable of friends who all come on. And then all the people who would have, then all the people who were on the week before just say, like, I heard you talking about that. That was like, and here's what I had to say about it. And <laughs> that's what I like. We have a Discord that has, what, 21 people in it, and one is a bot, I think. Um, <laughs> and and it's, it's, it's a great size. I would love it to be slightly more active. We got to bring some more people in. Um, we got to get more people in the run club for sure. But um, I think you're gonna hit a wall at the, so to speak, at the Run Club because only so many people run. We've already hit be... a wall at the Run Club. We have <laughs> we topped it. We maxed out at four people, and two of them were me. And I will be uh, submitting some runs to the Run Club uh, soon enough. Soon enough. Yo, make it the Rant Club, and I'll make it get get it spicy in there, Mike. Damn. Give me yeah. a fucking opportunity. No, me and uh, me and Mike Whalen have been uh, keeping the Run Club going. He's, uh, I, I think, uh, as uh, he's up for the north. You know, I think he, he's in uh, Rhode Island, I believe. Um, so uh, it's uh, it's colder up there than it is here. So it's having a harder time getting outside. Um, and of course, stay stay inside, stay safe, folks. You can run outside; it's mostly fine. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've been run, if, by the way because because New York. Uh, sucks so bad currently. Um, like when it's it, you go out on a Tuesday night, um, if it's like thirty degrees, you can run without a mask. Like I I I passed by in a in a four mile run. I think I passed like six people. I mean, like I I also tend to try to stay away from people, and I'll cross the street to to avoid uh, avoid them. But like. You don't even have to like do the sort of like pull your mask up, you know, out of politeness yeah. sort of thing. Like there's just there's just nobody. Like <laughs> you just if you you run along the water and obviously like it doesn't inspire like confidence. It doesn't feel like a safe place to be. But like there's no one out there, so uh, you can uh, you can breathe you can breathe all the fresh air that you want. Uh, I and mean, also wear a hat with a flashing light on it, which makes me look like a. a uh, really annoying uh and i don't think anyone wants to mug me because it's embarrassing for both of us as it gets colder like obviously like the virus will last longer in the cold but like generally like if outside was was that dangerous like all those black lives matter protests would have been terrible super spreader events but like and they weren't the, and they weren't Burn, cases yeah. kept on going down until uh until everybody got uh until everybody got bored of restrictions yeah. and you know 
and we won't get into it, but you know what? I, 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 I get it, you know? I do get it too. Um, yeah. And the, the Cuomo speech where it's just like, you know, if you're, you eat a cheesecake, you get fat. You got to not eat the cheesecake. You got to just wear the fucking mask. Like take your medicine. You got to do it. Suck my dick, man. Fuck like that, you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, it's sir. Like, that is the entire I, – I, I'm probably stealing this from Chapo at this point. But, like, yeah, that is the democratic policy is just like, hey, we're not going to do anything to make this better. But, like, follow the fucking rules. We have rules that we're all going to fucking die, but we're not going to help you with that part of it. We're just going to yell at you when you break the rules. Fuck and you. then write a book about it and sell it to you, and you're going to buy it. Oh, my God. I forgot about the book, too. Jeez, <laughs> Lord. The boy <laughs> – uh, the Chapo guys talked about uh, <laughs> how Jennifer Rubin like fucking idolizes him now. Like sending out tweets like, "Oh, the boyfriend looks good." <laughs> but that that is like I know I, I would like to go through it and um, and actually pick the you know uh, twenty twenty tweet of the year. But like as far as like the uh, not ironic, but like you know funniest not intended as a joke tweet and yeah. maybe be, yeah best non-joke best tweet in earnest put it that way i think that's a good category best tweet in earnest is definitely the jennifer rubin tweet where she said the boyfriend looks nice and the girls seem to have enjoyed their spaghetti and meatballs or whatever like <laughs> the putting a space between meat and balls was so funny it was such an inspired touch. And, like, I, I don't know why she did it, and I'm so grateful. Okay, I'm going to end the show. See you next week.
you do I have control 